This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council On Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC On Air, 6pm Tuesdays with podcasts available anytime from oar.org.nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Good evening and welcome to the DMEC Youth Radio Show. My name's Abby. And I'm Max. And we're back again with our monthly podcast where we talk about health issues that our New Zealand ethnic groups are facing. I'm a third year dentistry student. And I'm a third year medical student. And this week we've got a pretty interesting podcast lined up. So um, a few weeks ago we talked about smoking and what it does to the body. So we thought that it would also be good to do one on alcohol use, which is what we're going to be talking about this week. And then later on, we'll talk about drug use as well and how all these things affect the body. So kind of the the trinity there. <laughs> yeah, I think this one should be pretty interesting because alcohol is pretty ubiquitous across our society and everyone's probably had it at least once and many probably have it much more than once. So knowing the effects both in the short and long term seem to be pretty interesting to know. Yeah, and there are a lot of them, so we'll try and get through everything as best we can today. So let's start at the start and get a baseline reference on how much alcohol you should be drinking. So for women, it's one or fewer standard drinks a day, and for, and for men, it's two or fewer standard drinks per day. Uh, So that would be the sort of healthy upper limit uh, without getting into any of these long-term or short-term consequences. Uh, Four in five adults, about 79%, have consumed alcohol in the past year in New Zealand. Uh, We got this data from 2017. And when looking at, you know, which groups of people drink, uh, it's highest in men, which is 83% of men. Uh, with people identifying as European or other being at 85% and those who are uh, and those who are Māori uh, drinking at 80%. So I think what we can take away from that is a lot of us are drinking booze <laughs> and that's why we wanted to talk about this today. And another important statistic is that 25% of people who have drunk in the last year have drunk hazardously in a way that can harm themselves or others. So I think that's an important distinction to make here. It's not just having a a wee bevy after dinner. It's, you know, a lot of hazardous drinking is going on as well. Yeah, and having one or two glasses of wine or a bottle of beer a night isn't particularly horrible for your overall health. But having excessive amounts and binge drinking can get into some of that really severe, acute, and chronic illness. So let's have a look at the statistics for hazardous drinking in New Zealand. So men are twice as likely as women to be hazardous drinkers. Uh, One in two Māori men who drink, and one in three Māori women who drink are hazardous drinkers. And two in five young adults drink hazardously. So those are some very large stats. And if we think back to just how many people out of the population drink in general, 
uh, Moldy actually drink less than Pakiha. And then we see Indy has this drinking uh, stats. Moldy men and, and Moldy women do drink hazardously quite frequently if they do drink. And then when we think about our Pacifica and Asian groups, uh, those men and women are the least likely to drink alcohol, but hazardous drinking is quite high among Pacifica who do drink. And now on to why this is important and why this is a problem. So people don't generally tend to die by drinking alcohol. That's to say, like, you don't generally die from alcohol poisoning, but they tend to die from secondary events and diseases that are caused by drinking alcohol. So of all alcohol-related deaths, 43% are from injury, so people doing dumb things, 30% are from cancer, and 27% are from other chronic diseases. So as we'll go on to say, alcohol affects pretty much everything in your body in different ways, and that can have pretty disastrous effects. Yeah, I suppose you can sort of think of it in the same line as smoking. Uh, It affects your whole body and can really go a long way into making those lifelong chronic conditions like cancer, like arthritis, like all of those really long, slow burn diseases that can really cause you a, um, a lot of grief over a long period of time. And now, because we love to prove what we're saying with statistics, here's some more of them. So, over twice as many deaths are seen in men as women with alcohol involved, and the death rate for Māori is disproportionately higher. So there's about 34 deaths per 100,000 for Māori, compared to only 14 deaths per 100,000 for non-Māori, which is quite a big difference. And not only this, but alcohol is known to be a factor in one in five fatal crashes between 2015 and 2017. So that was pretty surprising to me because I thought drinking and driving wasn't really that big a thing anymore, but <laughs> I guess it, it is still out there. And alcohol is also a factor in 15% of serious injury crashes and 10% of minor injury crashes. And it is also a really large factor in interpersonal and family violence. Yeah, so not only does it make us do dumb things, but behind the wheel, it also can make us quite aggressive and, you know, act out around the the people around us. So in two in five violent interpersonal offences in 2014, they were known to involve alcohol with either the offender, the victim or both drinking at the time of the event. Uh, Women were less likely than men to be the victim when they or the offender had been drinking. And alcohol was also involved in one in every three family violence incidents in 2018. So it's not an insignificant number by any stretch. Alcohol is a big factor in violence, it's a big factor in accidents, and it's a big factor in acute diseases and chronic diseases so it's a big deal Mm, you do have to wonder at what point it stops being a coincidence and starts being like hmm there's a pretty common thread among these things here and it is alcohol (laughs) so those statistics just kind of highlight how serious the alcohol situation in New Zealand is yeah so now that we've sort of gone over the stats the boring bit maybe 
Let's talk about the interesting stuff. So what does alcohol actually do to your body? So starting at the top, alcohol contains ethanol. When we have an alcoholic drink, it is the ethanol which does all of the fun stuff. It is produced from the fermentation of plants and it is a very small molecule. So this means that, that when you consume it, it can really easily cross membrane barriers and go all over your body very quickly. Yeah, and now we'll just go through, we'll follow along the alcohol through your body and just talk about what it does at each step. So when you pick up your glass, you take a sip and it goes into your mouth. And instantly, some of it gets absorbed into your bloodstream through really small blood vessels in the mouth. So right from the first mouthful, it's starting to take effect. Yeah, and then we move down to the stomach and the small intestine. So once you've swallowed it and it moves down, even more gets absorbed. In the stomach, it's around 20%. So this is where one of the really common piece of advice given to people before they start drinking so if you have food in your stomach, the alcohol will take longer to, to get absorbed uh, into your bloodstream and therefore you won't get drunk quite so quickly. On the converse, if you are drinking on an empty stomach, it will get absorbed very quickly and then you'll get very drunk very fast. So that's why it's never a good idea to get drunk on an empty stomach. Yeah, and so after leaving the stomach and entering the bloodstream... Um, the alcohol is pretty much on the highway to every part of the body because blood goes pretty much everywhere, right? So what the alcohol does is it causes blood vessels to widen, which is called vasodilation. And this causes some of the common symptoms of drinking alcohol. So skin flushing, so you can get quite a ruddy face, which I know I always get whenever I have a sip of alcohol. It's very annoying. You get a temporary warm feeling. You can feel quite hot. And a really important word there is temporary. So while you might feel warm, what actually happens is you get a rapid decrease in body temperature. And you also get a drop in blood pressure as well. Yeah, so that can be quite important in survival situations. You can hear all about it on various uh, TV shows where people will have some alcohol to feel warm but actually they get very cold very fast. Just, just a quick tip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so on to more important things, the brain. This is where all of the fun stuff happens with alcohol. So alcohol can reach the brain in about like five minutes generally, and you begin to feel the effects in about 10. So alcohol initially acts as a stimulant. It causes the release of dopamine and serotonin, which makes you feel pretty good. This is why you might feel the, you know, Dutch courage, a bit more happy, a bit more outgoing and social. And then as you consume more, your central nervous system, your brain and spinal cord starts to become a bit more depressed. The alcohol interferes with how, with, with how the brain processes information and then communicates with the rest of the body. And we get those sorts of typical signs and symptoms of drunkenness. Mm, I just wanted to specify here that depressed doesn't mean, like, sad. It's a scientific term, which means there's less neurotransmitters going around. Yes, no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so drunkenness, when, when you have less activity going on in the brain, you know, you, you, have, the, you have the classic slowed speech, impaired judgment and, and decision-making. 
a slow movement and a lack of motor control, which probably does contribute to a lot of those uh, injuries, crashes, violence that we talked about earlier. Mm. And another organ that alcohol goes to is the kidneys. And we don't really hear much about the kidneys in relation to alcohol, but they are very important. So what happens is alcohol causes the brain to stop producing as much antidiuretic hormone, which usually tells your kidneys to hold onto water. So this is the hormone that's really important with how frequently you pee. And so when you drink and there's less of that hormone, the kidneys let lots of water out of the body into the bladder and produce lots of urine, which is why you have to pee a lot more when you drink alcohol. And peeing a lot and not drinking enough water can lead to dehydration really quickly when drinking alcohol, which is pretty much what a hangover is. You get super dehydrated and then feel absolutely terrible the next day when you wake up. (laughs) Yep, and that's why you have that, you know, age-old advice. If you are going to be drinking lots of alcohol, make sure to have a few glasses of water before bedtime. Yeah, ideally match A glass of alcohol with a glass of water. That's kind of the golden standard. And then one organ you may not think is really involved in alcohol is the lungs. So you breathe out about 8% or so of the alcohol you drink because it gets carried to the lungs via the bloodstream. And this is pretty interesting because that's why your breath always smells like alcohol on a night out and also why a roadside breathalyzer test works. Because you have alcohol in your bloodstream, goes towards the lungs, you then breathe out the alcohol, and then the little machine can pick up those small ethanol molecules. And then on to perhaps one of the biggest alcohol-related organs, which is the liver. So the liver's really doing all the legwork when it comes to alcohol, because that's what metabolizes Um, things in your bloodstream so the liver breaks down alcohol and it actually breaks it down into byproducts which are carbon monoxide and water and a really important thing here is the liver can only process one unit of alcohol per hour so any more than that and the alcohol will just stay in your bloodstream and as your blood alcohol increases you will get more and more drunk so that's where the drunkenness comes from as the liver is just not working fast enough to process the alcohol. Yeah, so now that we've talked about, you know, all of the different organs and how you get those signs and symptoms of drunkenness, uh, how about, you know, these factors which make a big difference of how drunk you get and how fast you get drunk? Because I think we all have a general idea in our minds of, you know, if you're way more, you'll get drunk slower and, and so on and so forth. But... But maybe you don't know why that's the case. So let's start with weight. The more tissue you have, the more things to absorb alcohol out of the bloodstream, and therefore you get drunk slower. Yeah. And another one is biological sex. So we typically think that males have a higher alcohol tolerance than women and this is generally true because we do tend to have different body compositions and this obviously isn't true for everyone but it is a general trend. So females typically have more body fat which holds on to alcohol for longer and they also have less body water to dilute alcohol and less proteins to metabolize alcohol so this means that women will get drunker faster. 
Yeah, and then there's age. So the older you get, the slower your your metabolism, and therefore the slower you'll break down alcohol. And also, as, as people age, they on average get a higher amount of body fat, which, as we talked about earlier, will will hold on to that ethanol molecule and cause you to stay drunk for longer. Mm. There's also a factor in how fast you drink and what you drink, which makes good sense. Uh, If you drink really fast and chug an alcoholic drink, you'll get drunk much faster because your blood alcohol concentration will shoot through the roof. And if you are drinking uh, a really high alcohol content drink, as opposed to maybe a very low content cider, uh, you will also get a lot more ethanol into your bloodstream a whole lot faster and then getting you a lot more drunk a lot quicker. Yeah, and the other one is, of course, food in the stomach, as we just explained before. And finally, medication. Some medications can actually affect the absorption of alcohol and it can have additional side effects from consuming it. So it's best to check with your doctor or read the fine print on your medication before you take any alcohol for the first time with it cool so those are some of the you know fun tips and tricks how it works around your body uh let's talk about the less fun parts and some of the complications from alcohol usage starting at an unlikely place the pancreas everyone's favorite organ yeah of course (laughs) everyone loves the pancreas so it can become inflamed and damaged by chronic alcohol usage uh, this can this can result in a variety of things. So the pancreas secretes insulin and glucagon, and it controls the amount of blood sugar that you have. So if you damage the pancreas through chronic alcohol use, it can mess with or with your or with your glucose levels, and it's not really recommended to drink if you do have diabetes, which is when you can't control your blood glucose very well due to some sort of hormone issue regarding the pancreas and another one is of course the liver so alcohol related liver disease is quite a big one which is a life-threatening condition which can cause decreased liver function and this results in a really big buildup of toxic waste products in the body because as we said before the liver is responsible for kind of filtering and cleaning the blood And another liver problem is chronic liver inflammation, um, where you can have liver scarring or even liver cirrhosis. And this is due to the formation of scar tissue on the liver and basically just really reduces how well it can work and how much it can do for your body. Okay, and now moving on to the big one, the central nervous system or the brain. So this is a big problem with heavy alcohol usage and long-term alcohol usage. So the first things that that might go are long-term memories, your quality of thinking, choice-making, and your ability to regulate your emotions. All very important things, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. And alcohol can also have some more insidious or subtle effects on the brain and can contract brain tissues, destroy brain cells, and, you know, just decrease the activity of the whole central nervous system. Uh, Alcohol does this by interacting with with various brain receptors, 
that can interfere with the communication between nerve cells and suppress the excitatory nerve pathways. Uh, and if you drink excessively over a long period, then one problem that you can run into is some serious issues with your cognition and your memory, primarily that long-term memory, as I mentioned before. Um, it really does come with big risks of neurocognitive defects, neuronal injury, and neurodegradation. Uh, and some more systemic effects that come from the nervous system is tingling in the hands and feet with those nerves are becoming involved. And one interesting complication is if you have a bad liver, if you have that liver cirrhosis or some sort of damage to it, and you consume lots of alcohol, then you can get a condition called alcoholic encephalopathy. Uh, this can produce permanent brain damage, if not immediately treated, and can affect memory. And this is because of the build-up of toxins that Abigail was talking about before. If the liver is unable to do its job because it's just gotten so much toxins from alcohol, then all of those toxins go straight up to the brain, and it builds up and destroys a lot of brain tissue and has permanent effects. And there's also some effects on the digestive system as well. So alcohol actually damages the tissues of the digestive tract, which can lead to problems with absorbing the vitamins and nutrients we need, which can cause things like malnutrition and anemia. And not only that, some more clinical symptoms. You can have gas, you can have bloating, you can get diarrhea or painful bowel motions, and you can also get ulcers and hemorrhoids related to dehydration um, from alcohol use. And you can also get lots of cardiovascular effects as well. So you can get high blood pressure, you can get an irregular heartbeat, and there's also risks of stroke, heart attack, heart disease, and heart failure. The yeah. list goes on. <laughs> yeah, so that was a long list of various health issues that no one really wants. But wait, there's more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's always more. Uh, so sex can also be somewhat um, impaired, I suppose, with long-term alcohol usage. It can result in a lowered libido, erectile dysfunction, and even prevent sex hormone production in some rare cases. Um, on a less fun topic, the immune system and cancer, uh, the chronic use of alcohol does depress the immune system, making it more likely to get pneumonia, TB, and other infections, and it can also increase the risk of mouth, throat, breast, esophagus, colon, and liver cancer. And this is especially so when paired with smoking, which is another potent risk factor. Yeah, and then if that wasn't enough, there's quite a big um, plethora of psychological side effects as well. So there's what we call alcohol-induced mental health conditions, and these can include bipolar disorder, psychotic disorder, sleep disorder, depressive disorder, and anxiety disorder. And not only that, but probably the biggest one is dependency issues because alcohol is an addictive substance. It is a drug. Yeah. So, and with all addictive substances that you get dependent on, 
you can get withdrawal and you can get various symptoms like craving, uh, drinking more over time as you increase your tolerance, having difficulty to stop after one drink and an ability to stop drinking when you try and continuing to drink alcohol even when you know that it has a negative impact on your health or daily life and also spending a lot of time on activities related to alcohol use when you may want to be doing other things. Yeah, so that was a pretty scary list full of lots of horrible things that no one really wants to think about or get. So we just wanted to go back and emphasize that this really is all to do with chronic alcohol use. It is all very cumulative. So the more alcohol you drink, the more likely you are to um, accumulate these kind of symptoms and diseases and things. So having one glass of wine um, a week with your dinner when you go out, that's absolutely fine. We're really talking about um, heavy drinking here. Yeah, even, you know, one glass a night probably isn't going to do you too much harm unless you have one of these risk factors like a medication that interferes or a bad liver. So don't get too hung up on all of these um, really bad diseases and issues. It's only for those hazardous drinkers who binge drink and have a lot of alcohol over a lot of period of time. So there's also a variety of ways to get help if someone you know or if you yourself struggle with alcohol usage. There is the Alcohol and Drug Helpline on their website or call 0800 787 797. Uh, If you want a website to learn about this sort of thing or get ideas on how to deal with it, alcohol.org.nz is really helpful. And of course, your GP or other, or other health professionals are always ready to help. So next time we're going to be talking about drug use, which will be another big topic. But thanks very much for listening to us today. It's, it's been great. Yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll be back again next month on the fourth Tuesday to talk about drug use. So we'll catch you then. Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council on Air comes to you 6pm Tuesdays here on OR 105.4 FM and 1575 AM. Join Lux, Valerie and their special guests to hear the latest from the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council and celebrate unity through diversity. DMEC on Air, 6pm Tuesdays with podcasts available anytime from oar.org.nz, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.